Designed by Wingnut Social is brought to you by Wingnut Social, the leading interior design and home pro digital marketing agency. We know it works so you don't have to. Learn more at wingnutsocial.com. Hey, Darla here, and I have a question for you. What would it mean to your bottom line for your interior design firm if you could sign just one client from your Instagram marketing efforts? Is it 5000 10000 15000 and up? Well, if you're a principal of your interior design firm and you're overwhelmed with your Instagram marketing, you have no idea how to do, what to do, when to post, what to post, what hashtags to use, how to use ads, that the whole gamut, it's incredibly overwhelming, then I want to introduce you to Instagram for interior designers. It's Wingnut Social's very first online on-demand course with over seven modules, 61 lessons that's going to answer all of those questions for you and help you to put together a very actionable marketing strategy for your interior design firm tailored to you with workbooks and exercises and just just everything you could possibly need there. To find out more information on Instagram for interior designers, head on over to wingnutsocial.com, check out Wingnut Academy, or you can go to wingnutsocial.com slash Instagram for interior designers. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your design business? Then welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social helping home professionals accelerate their success with proven industry practices and expert advice. Hey kids, and welcome to Design by Wingnut Social, the menu new sesh. This is another episode in our webinar series, The Six Keys to Success on Instagram, and this one is a kind of a doozy. This is optimizing your Instagram accounts, right? So there's a lot of things, a lot of factors in place that you want to make sure that your Instagram account itself is discoverable and healthy and attractive to potential clients. So this is a good 10-minute chunk of our very free webinar. Again, the six keys to success on Instagram. If you are an audio junkie like me and that's how you like to learn, I love audiobooks. <laughs> and you just want to listen to these in little digestible pieces. Make sure to listen to this episode and, and future mini news sessions on Monday. And you can go back to the library. I think the last three or four were little slices of content from the free webinar. But if you absolutely cannot wait and you're more of a visual learner, head on over to wingnutsocial.com and click that webinar link at Wingnut Academy and you can just watch the whole thing on demand in your own time there. And you can see the the visuals and the the little aids there, you know, if you're more of a visual learner, please check that out. All right. So without further ado, here is the optimize your Instagram section of the mini news-ish. All right. Hi, that was a high level overview of the branding. And again, of course, of course, of course, the course goes over this in an incredibly granular way. The course has 61 some odd lessons and seven modules. It's a, it's a beast. This is crazy high level. And in the interest of time, I'm trying to go through this pretty quickly. So optimizing your Instagram, you need to set up your account properly. You have to write a very strong bio that has some of that value proposition in there that we spoke about. Your profile pic has to be on target. You need to create calls to action. You want to lead that fan, potential client, potential customer on some kind of journey so they know what to do next, right? Uh, develop a custom content strategy. We're going to go into that. And you're going to want to plan your post. I used to back in the day, wake up in the mornings and just throw a post up. In the <laughs> Not a very good strategy and uh, it wasn't that effective. All right. So things to consider when you optimize your Instagram account. First thing, first things first, and this is going to be kind of basic, but you'd be surprised. Is your profile public? 
All right. That's something to check for sure. Is your Instagram account connected to a Facebook business page? This is super important to, when it comes to managing your Instagram account. If you want to set up a shop on Instagram, you have to run your shop through Facebook's business page, business manager for Instagram. If you want to run paid ads on Instagram, which we're going to get into here in a minute, uh, you have to do that as well because Meta owns Facebook, which owns Instagram, and it's all just one big pile of interwoven complication, <laughs> right? And is your business name in the handle? The handle is the very top part right there. You have to search for that. You hope nobody else has taken, right? So if, for example, Wingnut Social is our, our handle over on, on Instagram. And that, that's important because you do want to be recognized by the business name. So I'm going to go into how to be found uh, in a search engine kind of like way on Instagram in a second, but uh, that's where we're at right now. Does your bio tell your audience why they should follow me? So if you've done work with a value proposition, what are you? I'm an interior designer who relentless, relentlessly shows high-end luxury aspirational spaces. I'd follow that. That sounds pretty good. You got to fulfill on that. They all got to be high-end luxury spaces, right? Do you have searchable keywords in your name, location, niche, etc.? Okay. So here's the little trick to getting discovered on uh, Instagram just by a search. Let's say I'm looking for a designer in Miami, Florida, and Susan McNuggets is my name, right? Susan McNuggets Interior Design. And I have, just like I've said here, Susan McNuggets is my handle. And on the name below, where you can plug in your name or whatever, I have, I have repeated Susan McNuggets. Again, there's two searchable fields in Instagram, the handle and then the name below. Well, if I'm repeating that, I'm wasting valuable real estate because those two searchable fields are getting found if someone is searching Susan McNuggets Miami or Interior Design Miami, I should say, nothing is going to pop up. Susan McNuggets is going to be SOL, but handle stays the same, Susan, Mc, Susan McNuggets Interior Design. If I go down to that name and I put Miami Interior Designer, or Darla Powell, or not Darla Powell, I'm Susan McNuggets, <laughs> Miami Interior Designer, or, you know, Mid-Century Modern Furnishings, Miami, whatever it is that you want to be discovered for, if someone were to enter that in as a search, whatever problem you're solving, whatever you problem you serve, you know what I'm saying? If you put that in there, people are going to search for that, you're going to pop up. You're going to pop up in search results, depending on the strength of your account and some of the other things that we're going over here as well. So there you go. Free actionable takeaway. You're very welcome. <laughs> okay. Also, um, if you're the face of the brand, is your full name in the bio user name? So let's say, for example, Wingnut Social. I'm the face of the brand right now, right? Um, Darla Powell. I don't know if I don't think Darla Powell's in the searchable field right there because I don't really think people are searching for Darla Powell. But what is in there is marketing for interior designers. But if I were Shay McGee, or if I was Kelly Wurstler or someone like that, and my business was ABC Interior Design, but I know people are searching for me by my name as well, I'm going to put that in that secondary name space right there. That's what that means. Profile pick. Now, profile pick is kind of a tough one sometimes. And I know that some of us are shy, shy, shy little creatures. But if you are the face of your brand, put your face there in that profile pic. If you are Darla Palantiers, it is your face that needs to be in there, in that little bubble up there. Unless, and maybe you're going through a thing where you're like, gosh, do I want to sell my business someday? 
Do I want to take the onus of the business off of my shoulders? Do I have a team and they're the ones doing the design so much and I might be doing webinars and I might be going to High Point and I might be doing a podcast, but I'm not really doing the design piece? Then you might kind of want to think about where you're falling on that. Maybe you want to put up your logo so it's not all falling on you. You know what I'm saying? So people aren't going to say, well, where's Darla? I, I want to work with Darla. So there's more of an expectation that it's a team experience. If, if it's eponymously named, if it's named after you, that's something to think about if you're transitioning. If you're a, a, an agency like Wingnut Social, we have the Wingnut up because it isn't the Darla Powell show. You know, it's Wingnut Social. I have a team. I have a director. I have social media managers. And I don't do any of that work, which is good because you want millennials doing that. You don't want me to do, be the technician. But you want to make sure that that picture is high, high resolution, it's not grainy, and that it's cropped and centered properly. You'd be surprised. A lot of people do not do that. Calls to action. What link do you have in your bio? And as I'm recording this, there's something new coming out. Instagram only, maybe they're rolling this new thing out now, only has one space in your bio to put a clickable link outside of Instagram. Most people put that either to their website or they have a service called like Linktree where you can link out and then there's a page and there, there's a choice of websites, which we highly recommend. But now Instagram is saying that they're going to allow up to five clickable links in your bio. Um, don't know how I feel about that. That could be a crap show. You know, click in, click out, click in, click out. I kind of like the idea of one landing page. We don't know what that looks like. They are rolling that out now, scheduled to, to change as I'm going through this. But you want to make sure that your calls to action in your bio direct the end user to whatever action you want them to take. Do you want them to go to your latest blog? Do you want them to go to your website for more inspiration? Do you want them to go to your your YouTube channel for more design tips, whatever that might be, whatever calls to action needs to live in that link in bio. Ours at Wingnut Social is Wingnut Social Instagram. And then we have a landing page on our website that goes through all the things, the podcast, the YouTube channel, work with us, our UGC agreement, all of that stuff. Um, but keep your eye out for the, the links that Instagram says they're going to be putting on there. All right. And also you want to make sure that when you're doing calls to action in your content, in your piece, when you're going to your actual posts, if you're selling, we're all there to, to build our businesses, right? But you want to make sure it's relationship selling and giving value and not just selling, not just everything. Call us for a consultation or head on over and buy this thing. You want to make sure that you are giving the user and your value proposition, right? value proposition, some value or making them better or giving them something that they can act, act on or in, be inspired by. And maybe 20% of the time, when 80-20, uh, have a call to action that is selling, the salesy. All right, we've given you all this val value now, 10, 20% of the time, go buy our thing, right? Content strategy. So you want to think about when you're posting your content what types of content do you have access to, right? A lot of newer designers don't have a lot of finished work, don't have a lot of finished photography. So are we decorating our bookshelves? Are we doing vignettes? Are we just, are we calling our contractor and saying, hey, come remodel my house, which is what I did when I was, I was beginning. Are we doing testimonials? Are we doing inspirational quotes? Are we just doing walkthroughs 
of our projects and here's the, you know, here it is in the dust, but wait, do you see what I'm going to do? Those are super, super good, by the way. And how much of each type of content can you consistently post? You need to think about what do you have the bandwidth for? How, because consistency is really important. You don't want to go crazy whole hog and seven days, you know, for, for a month. And here's, I have all this content strategy and content mix and then you burn out and then you, then you fall off the wagon because your followers are going to notice and they'll lose interest and they'll, they'll leave. So it's better to stay consistent for sure. And what will help you to be consistent is to plan these things out. Once you've gone over and said, what are my goals for social media? Do I want to increase, increase my brand awareness? Do I want to just get more eyes on my account? Do I want to be known as the thought leader in this industry? I have a podcast. I'm an, I'm an agency coach. Write all those down. Or do I want to grow my account? Followers. Do I Write down exactly what that is. And also really be truthful to yourself and what you do have the bandwidth for. How often can you post? to keep it up consistently. Like I said, two, three times a week is better than beep to the walls <laughs> for one, two, four weeks and then nothing. And I see that all the time. All right. And also make sure your posts align with the value proposition that it's fulfilling on what it is that they're getting out of it. If it's, uh, we had a client that did this <laughs> who posted a picture of a pickle. <laughs> that was in her snacks, I guess, during the day. And I'm not quite sure what, what the motivation was there, but it, I can tell you it was not in the uh, value proposition. Funny though. All right, that's it. Thank you for checking out this mini news-ish, which is really a mini webinar-ish. I need a new new theme song there. Remember to head on over to wingnutsocial.com to check out this webinar, free webinar, by the way, The Six Keys to Success on Instagram. Say that 10 times in its entirety. Over there at the Wingnut Academy tab, you'll see the drop down in webinars. Or if you're really ready to dive in and uh, roll up your sleeves and get your elbows greasy, check out the course, Instagram for Interior Designers. It is incredibly comprehensive. And you'll go in one person and you'll come out an Instagram marketing expert for your interior design firm. That is a promise. All right, guys, thanks for checking out this episode. Remember, until next time, to get out there, get uncomfortable, and be great. You've reached the end of this episode of Designed by Wingnut Social, but that's only the first step into accelerating your business the Wingnut way. Head over to wingnutsocial.com or call us at 786-206-4331 to see how we can help take your business from meh to amazing. We'll see you on the next episode of Designed by Wingnut Social, your digital marketing tightly fastened. Good boy, Mango.